Google Pest Control Marketer Grow your business like never before Call 770-993-0004 Well, hello, folks. This is Hal Coleman, the Pest Control Marketer, and welcome to another episode of PestControlMarketing.live and the Pest Control Marketing Podcast. Uh, I'm Mr. Offline, and I'm here with Mike Stewart, Mr. Online, my ever-present guest host, uh, business partner, associate, mentor, and friend. And uh, I'm always excited about doing this, Mike. It's a lot of fun. Hey, you know, um, I'm glad I can be all of those things, and I hope I can do even more for others. Uh, You know, that's one of the things that uh, (coughs) you should really focus on is that when you uh, you know, there's a, a saying in a couple of the networking groups I go to, uh, givers get. So, uh, yes. so I, I, I like us giving good information. I mean, uh, I don't think there is a week goes by that somebody doesn't reach out and say, you know, I feel like I know you guys because I, I love being subscribed to your podcast. I love listening to what you guys, you know, no nonsense, down home, common sense you know yeah yeah you know zig ziglar always says you can have anything you want in life if you help enough other people get what they want and well that's kind of what our our show is all about uh both of our coaching programs are doing really well uh with pest control clients and and we give a lot of information and we get that comment a lot that i can't believe y'all give away so much good information uh uh i feel like i uh and growing my business listening to you guys. So that makes me feel good. And speaking of listening to us, we don't we don't spend a lot of time spinning our wheels. We usually get right to the heart of the matter. So <clears throat> that's what I want to do today. Excuse me, I got a little tickle in my throat here. It's not COVID. It's not COVID. Uh, but uh, I've got a lot of flies in here, so I may have inhaled one of them. Uh, <laughs> well, they, I hear they're purely protein. <clears throat> yeah, they are, but but uh, you don't want them in your lungs. But anyway, uh, one of the things that that people struggle with uh, is managing their business, Mike. It's not just marketing and sales, but it's management. You have to manage your time. You have to manage. Uh, as you grow, you have to manage employees. You have to manage your vehicles. You have to manage your money. You have to manage your your chemicals and your supplies. Uh, you have to manage your customers. So, uh, a lot of people really struggle with this. Unless, uh, in, in almost unless you're obsessive compulsive, you struggle with it in some area all the time. I know I do, but. Uh, you know, Dan Kennedy wrote a book a few years back called Ruthless Management of People and Profits. And I actually read that book uh, before I was a full-time coach. And I realized, I said, gee whiz, uh, I've been really missing out on a lot of stuff when it comes to managing my pest control business. I had 10 employees at the time. And uh, I realized how much more money I could have made and how much easier and faster I could have grown my business if I had had my finger on the pulse of a lot more things within my business. Uh, You know, I talk to one-man operators a lot who have grown their business and they've gotten up to the point where they're 
working 12 hours a day, six days a week or, or more in some cases. And you're all, you're out there, you're getting the money and you're, you're bringing it in hopefully. But when do you have time to recruit for help or when do you have time to uh, examine new products uh, on the market? When do you have time to shop for new equipment? Uh, it doesn't leave you much time to do anything else. And there are other things that need to be done. So I encourage you to become a good, a ruthless manager. I ask, uh, and this involves tracking everything that's going on in your business. I ask people sometimes, uh, well, how much money are you getting from uh, from uh, the internet? Well, I don't know. I remember back uh, before Al Gore invented the internet and before it got really popular as a marketing uh, universe, a lot of people were still in the yellow pages and the yellow pages were still a driving force of business in home service industries like pest control. And the first workshop I ever did was probably around 16 or 17 years ago. It was an all day workshop in Atlanta, Georgia. And I, and I, I had a dozen pest control operators there and I went around one at a time and I asked them how much money, how much business did you get from the yellow pages this past year? And they're like, uh, I don't know. Are you making a profit from the yellow pages? Well, I think I, I think I am. I must be. Well, how much profit? What's the return on the investment on the dollar that you're spending when the yellow pages? I don't know. I have to look that up for you. And I come to find out that's, that's pretty common among, uh, small businesses pest control included is that people aren't aware of things because they don't manage it and they don't track it. And therefore we find that people are spending money uh, on a lot of things that aren't giving them a good return on the investment. Uh, and they're overlooking some things that would give them a much greater return on the investment because they're just not managing these things. They're not tracking them they're not accounting for the dollars and the time spent uh, uh, on sales and uh, farming and hunting for customers and whether it's networking or online activities or whatever, they, they, they don't know a lot about what's going on in a lot of cases. So what I want to encourage people today, I want them to take away from this episode is that you have to be a ruthless manager of everything, managing your profits, managing your employees, uh, tracking their time, holding them accountable for the things that they're supposed to be doing. And, you know, when you get to be too laid back and, and you become like the, you know, the good old guy that just kind of lets people go out and do things, you look back on it some point in time and you realize that really got me in trouble. It really got me in trouble. I'm not making nearly as much money as I could be making or should be making uh, because I just didn't pay attention to it. I didn't manage it. So 
what experience do you have in the in the and strictly in the I know you haven't had a lot of employees in the past because you've been a single uh, operator. You're you're pretty much an institution within yourself, and your employees are more affiliates uh, and associates rather than payroll employees. But you still work with a lot of people and invest in a lot of people. And how do you know whether they're profitable for you or not? Well, you know, I did years ago, uh, I had a recording studio and I had employees and, and I was not a ruthless manager of my employees. They probably cost me a lot of money because, um, I didn't, I didn't look at it from a purely, this is just business. This isn't personal. Um, you know, and I let, you know, I let people take advantage of me. I let money slip through the cracks because I didn't, you know, uh, come, you know, watch their time. I remember, I, I, I don't even remember Jimmy, God rest his soul. Uh, he was never on time. And it was a big joke around the studio because he, 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 he was never on time. And I remember one time I got a catalog of, of time clocks because we never had a, a punch in clock, you know, time clock. And I had a catalog and I laid them out in the in the front lobby there and he looked at it and he said are you thinking about getting a punch clock i said yeah because you can't seem to ever get here on time <laughs> i never did get the clock but i mean you know i was i'll be honest with you i wish i had been a ruthless manager i wish i had had the emotional wherewithal to uh, take care of my business because it cost me money i remember one time he came in late and he brought me um a big old thing of donuts he was 30 minutes late to work. And I know to go get the donuts took 15 minutes of being in, you know, the drive. <laughs> I said, one, Jimmy, I don't need donuts because I'm fat. And two, you could have been here 15 minutes earlier. Now, he never, never missed sticking his hand out for his paycheck at the end of the week. Yeah. I, you yeah. know, I remember several times giving everybody that worked for me a paycheck and I didn't get one. Uh, that was because I wasn't a ruthless manager of the money that was falling through the cracks. Um, yeah. And, and of course, you know, one of the things that I had a challenge with uh, why I, I, I realized that pest control, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day, pest control. If you expect to grow your business, you don't, you, because you are a service business that goes to people's homes and, and does a physical time, um, uh, it's a time service. In other words, you have to go to the customer's house. You have to spend some time there, and and then you're able to to pay, you know, get paid for that time you spent. Um, and I was in a service business. People would come to my studio. They would rent my hours, and and so the only way we knew how to grow our business was build another studio, which meant we had to have another engineer. And um, uh, but I realized there was a wall. Uh, that unless I managed people, which I'd be honest with you, it's one of the things that attracted me to the internet is because you manage computerized systems. You're not managing people. Mm -hmm. But if you're a pest control owner, um, you if you are good at being a ruthless manager of your money, of your time, of your people, of your systems, and you, uh, uh, you don't get any emotion in it. You know, I hired my son to work for me one time and I love him, but he didn't do a good job and I should have fired him, but I held him on for a year 
and paid him a salary for a year because mm-hmm. I didn't have the heart to to fire my son. <laughs> oh, listen, that that uh, I see that so many times. As a matter of fact, I'm I'm looking at this outline of, of that I had pulled up on the phone. I'm I'm working on a I'm already working on our next level PCO marketing workshop for February. And, and this is just one little excerpt from it because I have a, I have a segment I'm going to do called uh, becoming the whole package. And if you want to really grow your business fast and have get the, uh, the maximum amount of profit out of your business and be able to scale it so that your business is running smoothly and you're making the ultimate profit and you've got happy employees and you've got happy clients and everything is going great while you're on vacation or while you're on the golf course or while you're out on the lake. If you want to build that kind of business, there's a lot of things that you have to do. I've really gotten 12 of them so far, but, uh, uh, that's a program I'm really excited about that I'm going to deliver on our next level PCO workshop. But, and this is part of it, but, uh, uh, you, you, you will find that now I'm being ruthless. Let me, let me define ruthless. I don't mean mean, I don't mean being a son of a bitch. I don't mean being a, anything else other than a person who takes care of the details right down to the last detail, takes care of people, takes care of customers, takes care of employees, provides everything that everybody needs and trims off the fat and slims it down so that it runs well. That That is advantageous and attractive to everybody in the organization. And you do that with a smile. And you're not, I'm not talking about being a mean person uh, or taking advantage of people. But if you have a business that is managed ruthlessly for maximum out- output, maximum profit, maximum satisfaction of your customers and everything else, you will attract and keep great, high-quality, top-performing employees. If you run your business like Andy Griffith ran his jail, you will have people like Barney and Gomer and Goober working for you. That's that's exactly right. Uh, and that's just a fact. The more laid back and easygoing and yeah, do what you want to do, the worse people you attract. Because you attract people that are attracted to unaccountability. Uh, you know, one guy that we've had on the show before a couple of times is Jeff Annis. And Jeff has, has uh, I haven't talked to him in a while, but he's he's had his company for over 30 years great company. He's a, a big on team building, but, 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 but Jeff was always a ruthless manager and Jeff has the highest quality of employees, the best teams, the best performance. Everybody loves working there. Everybody looks great. They act great. They come in with smiles on their faces and they, they, they go to work and they appreciate what they have. 
and everybody there has great opportunities. It's all because they, he manages it that way. Uh, it's hard to go to work for him because there's a trial period that you have to go through. And and I, like I said, I haven't talked to him in a good while, but he used to have it. Work for, you had to go to work for him for free for like a week or two just to see whether you liked it or not. I mean, it was strict. They He even... Uh, he even uh, pulled random nicotine tests on his employees because he didn't want you smoking in the vehicles or around anybody. He didn't want you smelling like smoke around customers, uniform inspections. I mean, everything. But his employees are just the top of the line in the industry, and they perform that way. Uh, and if you get out of line or you don't perform or you show that you're not uh, – fit to be a part of the team guess what you're gone and with me when i had employees i would struggle with an employee that wasn't working out for whatever reason bad attitude non-performance bad chemistry you know there's all kind of reasons why employees don't work out but i would struggle with that to try to make them make it work out for them and because you know if it doesn't work out with an employee you kind of take it as a personal failure on yourself because you're the one that hired them and put them in there so i gave them every opportunity tried to do everything but when i finally made that decision in my head something clicked and said okay i've done everything i can do and i got to fire that person it would take me another year to get around to firing them because i just didn't have anybody to replace them with and firing them meant not having anybody to service their route that day and having to struggle to get caught up and get. So it's just so much easier to keep them on the payroll and keep struggling with them. It's just and, and it's just like the person that, uh, that we're getting off a little bit off on another subject. But it's it's sort of the same as the person that stays in a really bad marriage for 25 years. And they because they don't want to face going through a divorce. And so they just stay in it. And, and I've heard people say friends of mine before, you know, I should have divorced her 20 years ago. I just didn't do it. And so, because they're not managing their marriage and they're not managing their relationship, they're just ignoring a lot of things and just going along blindly every day. One day they're comfortable knowing what's coming tomorrow, which is more of the same. And uh, so you, it, it just like that, you got to manage your business. You look back uh, in a few years and say, what have I done? I've created a business that runs me. I don't run it. I've created a monster here. I can't take off for a minute. I can't go to a conference. I can't go on vacation. I can't go play golf. I can't go deer hunting. I can't, I, I can't turn loose of this thing. It's got me by the throat. Yeah. And uh, and where's my money? I don't have any money. I've been in this darn business. I've had this business for 15 years. I can't make my payroll. What's going on here? I'm telling you, it, it's because you didn't manage things. Well, you know, one of the things that, you, you know, that, that brought me to the online world, you know, I, I, I talked to our customers and I, you know, and the biggest problem we've been having this year so far is that we're generating uh, 
new leads. We were talking about somebody you were telling me the other day that that they uh, their goal was five new customers. Uh, what a month or a week? Did you tell me? Uh, this was one of our clients who's been with us. He works with you and he works with me too. He signed up with us eighteen months ago. He's been in the program eighteen months, and he said, "You know how my goal." In the beginning, I told you, I didn't remember him telling me this, but I could have looked it up and it's in my notes. But he said, I told you, if you'll remember in the beginning, my goal was to get five new customers a week. And he said, and as a matter of fact, we talked about this yesterday because he told me this yesterday. Uh, He said, so far this month, I've gotten 75 new customers. Well, and and so getting into what I was going to tell you, how being ruthless, um, my experience, because like I said, you're the, you're the guy with the experience of dealing with, with, with people for years, you know, years ago, I decided, well, 20 years ago, in fact, when I got into the internet, that was the thing that drove me to the internet is I wanted to do what I did, but I didn't want to do it with employees. And there's no way around it with pest control. There's just no way around it. You have to grow your business. If, you know, we talked about it at one point, if you're happy being a one man operator, there's nothing in the world wrong with that but there's going to be a ceiling you hit. Well, with the internet and the stuff that we do, our biggest problem is not been finding new customers. The problem has been servicing those customers. Get, you know, we actually, I actually had one of our, our clients shut their advertising off for two weeks this month because they don't have the personnel to handle it. And that's something I can't, I can't help with. That's what you help with. But yeah. the reason I was going to talk about that is that when it comes to managing um, and being a ruthless manager is paying people to do services and product and buy buying products uh, of web hosting, email systems, text message systems, uh, Google advertising, and paying too much with it. You know, one of the things that uh, uh, is a mismanagement, and I'm ruthless about telling the people know what you're spending your money on. Are you you know uh, I'm paying an SEO guy. Well, what's he doing? Well, I don't really know. That's not being ruthless, you know? Right. Uh, and so so one of the things we used to say uh, in internet marketing is you can't improve what you don't measure. And so if you're not monitoring something ruthlessly, your money, your advertising dollars, your your systems, your your employees, your software, or, you, know, you know, here's something. If you got a... 10 year old computer in your office, your employee on that computer is wasting time because that computer, 10 year old computer is running slow, probably riddled with all kinds of malware. In other words, you need to have your information systems. You know, it's like having a a truck that's constantly breaking down. I mean, you know, the answer to that, you need to make sure that you've got vehicles that are running properly, that are well-maintained you know, that you, you've got plenty of supplies, that you're getting the best price for your supplies. There, you know, we say it over and over. Success is not any one thing. What is it, Hal? It's a thousand, a thousand little, little things. things. Not any one big thing. It's a thousand little things. So so in the online world, a, what to me a ruthless manager means is not leaving one opportunity uh or in the old way, don't have, not have a stone unturned. In other words, you know, evaluating everything you're doing. And like when we look at websites, you're not, you know, you hired somebody to make yourself a pretty website and, and then you think you're done. No, you're not done. 
you need to have response triggers on that web. There's no response triggers on this website. That you know, you need to be ruthless and either get a webmaster that will make that a, a, a response trigger website or fire him. You know, I I tell people all the time, if you're not going to do what we know works, then fire us because I'm wasting your money and I you're wasting my time. And I, I don't mind, I'm gonna be ruthless with the listeners right now. I'm not in the business to just try to get your money. If you're not successful, let's do something different. If you're not successful, there's the only thing I don't have control over is what you do with your market. In other words, if I help generate a lead through the internet and we're we're ruthless with our advertising spend, we're ruthless with our content marketing, we're ruthless with building the perfect landing pages that, you know, that I do in my world, and then you drop the ball by having a terrible uh, office that answers the phone rudely, you have employees that smell like smoke and, and track dirt through the house. It, this is not the, you know, well, if I get my internet fixed, everything, it's going to be great. No, there's a thousand other little things that means that you have to make a ruthless decision. You're going to fix as many of those thousand little things as you can. And it, how many of them should I do? Every one of them that you got time and money for. Yeah, well, I tell people if each of those thousand little things only gets you one new customer, if you do all thousand of them, you'll end up with a thousand new customers. If you do 20 of them, you'll end up with 20 new customers. So it depends on how ruthless you want to be and and performing those thousand little operations. Uh, And you listen, running a small business is certainly not brain surgery and it's not rocket science. If I can run a small business and be successful. And if you can run a small business and be successful, anybody can run a small business and be successful. Uh, I can't go out today and get a job as a brain surgeon. uh, And you can't go out today and get a job as a rocket science scientist, but we've got to know where we fit in and accept the role that we choose and go forward and manage it and market it correctly. And, you can be successful if you if you you just have to look around at successful people and see what they've done. And if you if you copy successful people, you'll be successful. If you copy failures, you'll you'll be a, you'll be a failure. Wow. So that's uh you know I, I played golf with a guy the other day who was kind of struggling along with his golf game, and I said, uh, why don't you go? up to the the place up there where I go, they get two great PGA golf coaches up there, man. They are great coaches. I said, they'll have you straightened out. Oh, I, I, my buddies that I play golf with give me plenty of a coaching on the golf course. And I'm like, well, how good are golfers are they? And as it turned out, they're, they're about, they're all about equally matched. I said, if you do what they tell you to do, you'll end up being just as good as they are. I said, if you want to, if you want to take your business to a higher level, you've got to listen to the person who is at a much higher level. Uh, People can't teach you what they don't know. uh, And they can't show you how to do something that they can't do themselves. 
really. Now, there are exceptions to that. You know, Butch Harmon, one of the greatest golf coaches in the world, he was Tiger Woods' coach for many years when Tiger was becoming Tiger. And he's not a, as good a player as Tiger is. But, you know, at one point, he, I mean, he he's just great teachers are, are what they are and mentors are what they are. But my point is, get a vision of what you want and be ruthless about getting there. Pay attention to the details. Do what you have to do. Don't neglect areas of your business. You have to be that, uh, like I said, that title of that, uh, I mean, I look on my note here, that title again is that I'm going to present at our workshop in February is become the whole package. You got to be the salesman, the marketer, the manager, the public relations person, the, the, uh, the money manager. You've got to, if you're going to have a business and grow it from scratch and move out of your house and get into a real office and have a location and a parking lot out there and different desks for different employees, you know, something else you better learn how to do. You better learn how to clean up the bathroom floor and clean a toilet because you're going to have to do those things at some point in time. You can't neglect those things and you may not be able to afford to hire somebody to do it in the beginning because you, you, you got to know how much money you have, but uh, it's a thousand little things that you have to, be aware of and be able to do and be able to manage them. Uh, you can't have on a set of blinders and just say, well, if I go out every day and work 12 hours and service 15 accounts every day, six days a week, uh, everything else will fall into place and work out. No, it won't. The only thing that'll fall into place is you'll fall into the bed or fall into an early grave. That's what'll happen. And you'll wonder where the money was uh, and where I went wrong. So you got you can't wear those blinders. Going out well, there gonna, and servicing those accounts is just one part of it. I'm going to give people right now some little things to help them become the ruthless manager they need to become. Number one, remember this web address, howtogrowapestcontrolbusiness.com. Absolutely free. We're, we're givers. We give a lot of information away, whether you ever do business with us or not. That's okay. That, that's my book, Mike. I know. And I'd that's rather what... I'd rather you tell them that they can go to Amazon and buy it for thirty dollars. Well, you think that you would, think about... that would help me more? No, no. But you're you telling them be... where they can get it. Absolutely. I'm going to be free. ruthless with you, Hal. Okay. You need to give this information away to okay. make a difference go in people's ahead. life. Because let me tell you something, Amazon was an internet business that was the idea of Jeff Bezos. And he thought, I'm going to sell books on the internet. Driving across the country to Seattle, he told his wife, uh, who unfortunately he divorced, but that's another story for another day. He told his wife, he says, I'm going to sell books out of our garage. And she said, what are you going to call it? He says, I'm going to call it abracadabra.com. Like magic, a book is going to get mailed to your front door. And his attorney said, sounds like cadaver, like dead bodies. So he said, well, I want to be the world's biggest bookstore, so I'm going to name it after the world's biggest river, the Amazon. That's how the name Amazon. So it was an internet business. But you know what he had to do to grow it? He had to be ruthless. He was hiring UPS and the U.S. Postal Service to deliver 
the books that he started started selling to begin with. And as he developed more leads to his customer, he realized he needed to have warehouses and employees. And in fact, he has a whole fleet of trucks because he knew to grow and be profitable. He had to, to bite the bullet, be ruthless, and take his internet idea that generated all these leads to where it's become, you know, how many people have an Amazon truck driving through their neighborhoods these days. See, that all happened in just a short amount of a time from the day it was 1996 when he was driving across the country with a dream and an idea. Yeah. But my point I'm being is there's a million little things that made Amazon work. You talk about, you know, testing things and knowing what works and tracking things. And, and making sure that he has the infrastructure and the manpower to make it happen. Well, here's a little thing you can do right now. Go to Hal's website, How to Grow a Pest Control Business, and download his book. If, if you really want to give Hal a little bit of money, go to Amazon and search. Go to that Amazon website and search the same thing and buy the hard copy. You know, we've actually had people say, I don't want an ebook. I don't want to download it. I want something I can hold in my hands. Well, guess what? It's available. You can. It's go also on Kindle. It's on Kindle. Yeah, you, you can get it on any number of ways. But let me tell you something: the information will show you what you need to. You know, well, I would ha- I would grow my business if I just knew what to do. Well, there's the first step. The next step that you'd be crazy not to do. Hal, tell them about what you'll do for anybody listening to this podcast. Well, I will give you. Uh, uh, one free hour of my coaching. And not only that, but I will do some homework ahead of time because I'll send you a questionnaire to fill out about your business uh, so that I know a lot about your marketing and, and selling strategies. And then I will make notes and then we will sit down on, on the, we'll do it on the phone and we'll spend an hour uh going through it and we will we will define and 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 pinpoint uh some areas where there's some real low-hanging fruit for you uh that you're not harvesting and we'll also discover some significant roadblocks that are keeping you from going farther than you are right now and and some strategies to get through those roadblocks and those barriers uh, and I think you'll come away from that call energized and with a new outlook on the future of your business and, and selling and marketing and, uh, uh, and, a, and a much better, clearer vision of how to get to, to retirement with a lifestyle that you would much prefer to have over where you're headed right now. So if that was in, would interest you, all you have to do is give me a call there. Uh, Seven seven zero nine nine three zero 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 four, or you can email me hal at halcoleman.com. I'll give you a call. We'll have a short chat. I'll send you the questionnaire, and then we'll set up your one hour. There's no obligation. I'm not going to pressure you into anything. And uh, at the end of hours, our hour together, I'll ask you if if you would like to hear more about my coaching program. And if you say no, not at this time, I'll say that's fine uh i hope this was valuable and if you do i'll tell you but uh you can go to uh pestcontrolmarketer.com you see it right there on the screen 
and scroll down and read what uh, my clients have to say uh, about working with me. There's probably at least, there's, I would imagine somewhere around 50 client statements and testimonials, and they all include the name of their company, their city, and their phone number, because they have all agreed that if anybody wants to call them, that's fine. So uh, you check it out and talk to them about that one hour they got from me and see what they have to say. And if you're interested in it, uh, all you have to do is give me a call. And Mike, you do exactly the same thing, don't you? Yeah. Remember, this is a podcast as well. So folks call 770-993-0004. Or if you can remember Hal Coleman, email him, hal at halcoleman.com. You know, People contact you in the ways they like to contact you, Hal. And yeah. and and I'll tell you what was interesting. I've had a few homing pigeons show well, up here with a note tied to their leg that says, I want to spend time. <laughs> well, I actually had a guy who befriended me on Facebook, and he sent me a Facebook um, messenger message. And he said, do you do lead generation for pest control? Now, what do you think my answer was? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Give me a call. Okay. No, I didn't do that. I said, yeah. go to the Pest Control Marketing Podcast and, uh, and learn more. And then set up a, a consult with me and Hal. So that was, I did that last week. Today, I got a, a message from him this morning. It says, how do I set up a free consult? Got that this morning. And I said, call Hal at 770-993-0004. I mean, this is living proof that somebody, carrier pigeon, smoke yeah. signals, I don't care how you get in, however you want to communicate. And then I said, I would spend an hour with you. You know, you know why I like to spend an hour with folks? Because I'd like to let them know what's possible. And if they want to work with me or if they've got somebody or if they think they can do it themselves, I'm not here to sell you anything. I'm here to tell you how it works. That's what Hal does. And we know that if we give enough to enough good people, we get results. So you can call me at 770-826-3662. That's my cell phone. I'm holding it in my hand right now. And people like go, you answered your phone. And I say, well, yeah, it rang. If you dial it and it rings, <laughs> I'll answer. I have people say that sometimes. Listen, uh, unlike a lot of coaching programs, uh, I, I, I'll just tell you, I, uh, three years ago, I went through a coaching program for a year to help me learn how to build a better coaching program for my clients. Just like we coach pest control operators on how to build a bigger, better pest control business, uh, there are coaches who coach coaches. So I hired this coach. I had watched him, listened to him on a webinar. I watched videos of his, and I was just sold on the idea that he could help me. So I called the number, and I got a call back from somebody else that worked for him. And we talked about getting me signed up, and they got me signed up. And, you know, in the one year that I worked with him, I never had a conversation with that guy. That, that I that I wanted to coach me. They handed me off to a subordinate coach that worked for them, one of their coaches. And uh, I take that back. I had one conversation when I, I, I went to a group coaching night and they had website 
uh, hot seats and I volunteered. I submitted my website. So I got to have my free book website reviewed there on, on their Facebook group, private Facebook group. And that was the only conversation I had. Now I got my money's worth out of it. I'm really not complaining because I can't say it wasn't profitable for me. It was very expensive, but with you and I, Mike, I don't have subordinate coaches that I hand you off to. If you work with me in my coaching program, you're going to work with me one-on-one, nobody else. It's just you and me with our sleeves rolled up. The only person I may refer you to, uh, I got the wrong hands here, is Mike. Because Mike and I do a lot of stuff that that goes hand in hand, kind of like hamburgers and hot dogs or hamburgers and buns, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm referred to a lot as Mr. Offline and Mike, Mr. Online together. It's the whole package and it's, you know, so, uh, but I've been in the pest control industry for, I'm in my 48th year in the pest control industry. I owned my own business for 18 years. Uh, I worked for another large independent company for six years. Uh, and I was a state pest control regulatory agent for 10 years. And which all I did was have my nose buried in problems that pest control companies get into. Uh, and then now for the past 15 years, uh, I've been a, a mar- sales and marketing coach in the pest control industry. So I've been around the block. You know, there's no hole you can crawl into. Nothing you can get stung by. Nothing you can bump your head on or uh, no difficult customer you can run up on that i haven't already been there a dozen times you know uh, uh so uh been in this industry for a long time and uh I, I like to share stuff so mike i don't i don't know what else we have on this episode i think we covered it pretty well don't you i think so and i think that what we want to leave folks with is um just remember that uh uh we've we've got several opportunities they're all linked from the website Pest Control Marketing Podcast. Uh, we got a group coaching program called Pest Control Marketing Gold. And uh, the biggest thing we want you to do is take us up on the free hour and be, you know, be a subscriber because we're going to cover, you know, cover things. Join our Facebook group. Uh, just be a part of everything and just make it a conscious decision to be ruthless to manage your business inside and out, every aspect of it. With that, I think we're going to call it a day. How about uh, folks? Thanks for hanging out with us in this episode of pest control marketing dot live and the pest control marketing podcast. I hope you took away a gold nugget and enjoyed it. And until next time, have a great day. Great evening. Hal Coleman has been active in the pest control industry for over 40 years, including owning and operating his own successful pest control business for 18 years. He now devotes his time to helping other PCOs and other WCOs double, triple, and even quadruple their businesses faster than they ever imagined. Be sure to check out his website, PestControlMarketer.com. For more information about Hal's coaching program, you can reach him at 770-993-0004 or email him, Hal, at HalColeman.com. Mike Stewart is known as the Internet Audio and Video Guy. Since the birth of the Internet, Mike has been showing small business owners how to get more new customers, increase their sales, and grow their businesses online using audio and video, now with iPhones and Android phones. 
For more information about Mike's coaching program and his online training courses, visit MikeStewartCoaching.com or email him, Mike, at InternetAudioGuide.com. Google Pest Control Marketer Grow your business like never before Call 770-993-0004